The mic is listening. The mic is listening. The mic. The mic is listening. 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 Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Mike is Listening show. This is Sia. We're going to do something slightly different today because um, I'm coming back after a two-week hiatus. I broke the rules that I suggest to my clients, which is always be consistent with your content, push something out there, whether you know you have something or not. And to be honest, Priorities in life happens, and I'm fully cognizant of that. So I wasn't going to do today's show. I was actually going to just ride out another week and come back and get my life together again and catch up, you know, as things will happen in life. But you know what? I think I just figured, you know what? Let's just do this because, quite frankly, <coughs> if I don't follow my own advice, I get it, and I can understand why you might not be wanting to do something that you know, whatever I say. But look. It, it happens all the time, and uh, I'm just kind of excited. So we're an hour later. I'm by myself. I'm doing a solo show, and so I thought, you know what? Why don't we play around a little bit with the podcasting format, live streaming format, and talk about whatever we want, but something that might be helpful for today. So I thought it would be kind of fun to talk about some stuff in the news with podcasting. So um, let's just go ahead and get started with, if you guys have heard about this, this little company called Netflix. Um, pretty exciting. They just hired a head of podcasting and I'm going to screw up her name and I apologize profusely. I believe it's Najeri Eaton, uh, who is a Apple veteran. Uh, they just recruited over to launch, uh, Netflix's vision for podcasting. Now, Netflix isn't new to the podcasting world. They actually had supplemental podcasts for their specific shows like Stranger Things, um, or some popular shows that they wanted to uh, talk about and kind of summarize. Well, I'm very curious to see what they are planning to do with what Najeri is going to bring to the table. Something tells me, guys, if you are looking to create your own podcast uh, and getting a Netflix gig, I think that would be something extraordinarily interesting. So, um, very curious to hear what you know these opinions on this. You've got these big players that are making huge investments into the world of podcasting, into content creation. And you know, as a business person, as a person looking to you know help grow personal brand, business branding, etc., I can't help but think there's some great opportunities or uh, opportunities here that something like a Netflix is bringing to the table. Spotify, of course, as we know, has made huge investments and strides. And quite frankly, most of my podcasts that I produce, the ones that I'm physically on, um, I just prefer Spotify. It just happens to be a great thing. Now, there's also iTunes or, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and other directories that push out and promote podcasting. And uh, this is so super huge, you guys. And I know I sound excited and I'm always excitable. I get that. But what this means, okay, with Apple, you know, and Netflix really jumping in and pushing forward with content like this, this tells me us as fellow podcast creators, it's all, uh, what's that saying? And I say it all the time, all ships rise with the tide. 
And what an enormous opportunity here that we have for us as podcasters to really help each other and sponsor each other and promote each other. And this brings up to um, this great woman that I want to uh, highlight today, Heather Osgood. She is uh, the founder of True Native uh, Media. And so, Heather, I'm giving you a shout out here. She is constantly producing uh, live stream content, talking about the merits of podcasting, particularly in the context from an advertising perspective. So she helps brands understand the value of podcasting and the value that it brings to the table for your brand. And she posted this the other day that just really struck with me because, again, I keep saying this. I know it sounds like a rambling person, but look. All ships rise with a tide. And she says, we'll all rise and sing together in the podcast industry. We should be talking about how to collaborate together instead of competing about how to gather downloads. And this was an uh, episode that she had with Brian Barletta. Uh, I think it was a, a couple of days ago. And we've got so much technology. We've got so much uh, acquisitions, right, with new uh, uh, businesses emerging. Some are, you know, collaborating. This is such a great opportunity for us as podcasters, for us in the industry, in the background, foreground, et cetera, to really work together. And one of the things that I find uh, interesting is on the Global Leaders Organization last week, we had a gentleman named Yossi, uh, oh my gosh, Ginsburg, who was a, um, he got lost in the Amazon. And he ended up parlaying that experience and surviving into business and personal world applications. And all these things just kind of came all together at once. So the last couple of weeks I'd been out, I've been unavailable uh, sometimes with internet access and without, and it gave me opportunity to really think about our messaging, think about the importance of podcasting. Why am I even doing this? The mic is listening show. I'm not necessarily uh, broadcasting about myself and how awesome I am. It's really about our fellow podcasters. It's about highlighting others that are doing exactly what I'm doing, producing other podcasts like I'm doing. And I don't mind having them on. I don't mind sharing what they're doing because there's just such a big world out there, big pool, niches that each and every one, which Yashi actually said, Monopolize your own ecosystem and max and just like max out there. It's okay to quote have a monopoly, but understand this broader ecosystem like the Amazon could not possibly exist if only one species dominated the other. There's always an equilibrium, there's a balance, and there's a support mechanism. Hey, Paul, Paul Delegro, host of Biz Business Brains and the Bottom Line Podcast, another individual where you know what in his industry, in his world that he's in, he's been able to parlay and brought it in out in a way that he's bringing other folks into conversations that, again, have interesting stories. Stories to tell and share of people that he knows, but also in the tech industry, which we know is someone somewhat can be bland at times, or could it? I think there's some great tech podcasts out there that make it interesting. And, you know, selfishly, I'll talk about Ransom or Battleground. It's one I host. Thank you, Eric, for the sponsorship. But the world of technology can encompass so many different facets. And so I highly encourage you, if you have a niche, if you have a podcast that you think may or may not be interesting, just understand there are over 75 million books that have been published in the course of time. And yet 
people are still publishing books today. So if you're thinking about a podcast, if you're business thinking, well, how does my podcast stand out? How can I make people look and differentiate itself? Is this a medium that's worth the time and investment? I highly encourage you to talk to me, to talk to folks about this, other people, talk to anyone, please, for the love of all things. Heather Osgood, she can talk to you about the branding of it from an advertising and marketing perspective. You got to talk to those around. It's not just simply putting a podcast out there and slopping it up and calling it a day. I am actually getting uh, hit up quite a few uh, different areas in social media, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you know, LinkedIn, obviously, this is my primary location, asking me, why are you doing this? What can I do? Here's my podcast. Is there something else I can do to improve it? Look, if I had the single magic button, I mean, we'd all be millionaires, right? But, but here's the thing that I strongly encourage you to think about. Try it once. Just try it. And if anything, you're going to leave a legacy. And this is my why I'm digging into. You're going to leave a legacy that maybe that you didn't quite realize, whether it's a business professional legacy or it's even personal, where people get to know who you are hear the nuances in your voice, hear the excitement level, or maybe if you are more stoic, the fact that every personality will resonate with different audiences, the content that you provide will resonate with different audiences. Please, I encourage you, if you've always thought about doing it, try it. You might be pleasantly surprised with the experience and quite frankly, the audience that you develop and grow from there. So, it's my little uh, rant that I thought about. I've talked to so many people in the last couple of weeks. Do want to hit up uh, Chicago. You guys have been so incredibly gracious with for me the last couple of weeks and meeting so many of you. And it's so nice to see that, uh, you know, me being based in Dallas, you know, our world has opened up, I think, faster than Chicago has. So to hear the stories of all these other business professionals that were struggling, that are you know, extraordinarily excited to finally get out and about. Let's take that excitement level and parlay that into ways where it can help you grow your business. It may not be podcasting, guys. I get it. It could be maybe posting on social media like LinkedIn where it matters to your business or matters to your audience or what you're trying to grow. Maybe it is you starting to write a blog or maybe it is something where you decide to post some videos and then you just look and just load those videos straight up into, you know, uh, LinkedIn or YouTube or whatever. You don't have to make a quote podcast. It doesn't have to be found on the Spotify's iTunes of the world, et cetera. But if you're going to take the time to do a video, my question to you is why not do a podcast of sorts? Call it something Jerry Mecca, I'm going to give a shout to Jerry Mecca. He is a CTO at Datascan. He had the, you know, Mecca Minute. Literally, under a minute, he talked about a concept, a business concept, tech concept, and that was it. And then you could just see a whole series of minute-long, uh, you know, recordings. Do what works for you. It's something that you can find passion in and have a lot of fun. So why the mic is listening, guys. I love listening to so many different podcasts. For me, 
listening to podcasts is like a masterclass, a free masterclass, or if you want to go behind a paywall and pay someone to hear their inputs. And if you're hosting your own podcast, think of it this way, the conversations you pull from your guests or from yourself, those nuggets of wisdom, those stories that you can identify with, share that emotional connection. I got to tell you, it is to me, invigorating and such a wonderful way to reconnect with the world, uh, you know, that's out there. And if anything, as we know, the pandemic hasn't really helped us with those emotional connections as maybe we thought we could, but maybe it's teaching us to connect differently. So on that note, that's my rant uh, to kick that off. I do want to talk about a podcast though, that I do produce selfishly is the DLC drop, as you may have heard and has been a former guest, John Davidson of the DLC drop podcast. He actually shared with me this post and I want to um, share this with you because there's a big picture to this. So let me go ahead and show you this really cool thing that he had. He got published into BW Business World. Now, this is a publication in India that has over 40 million viewers on a daily basis or weekly, something to the effect of those numbers. And they had uh, reached out to John talking about, you know, where is the impact of esports and how does that look internationally? And India is one of the biggest markets for esports and gaming and technology for that matter. So it was such a privilege and honor to know that John got asked to highlight his thoughts on how India fits into the world of entertainment. We've all heard of Bollywood, which by the way is huge. And I could see a lot of crossover potential with Bollywood and Hollywood, especially as we go international with our content streaming, as we all know, this is on demand and it's not just one area monopolizing our source of entertainment. The world of esports is the fastest growing medium within the world of gaming. It is the fastest growing um, entertainment. Gaming has surpassed the traditional uh, numbers that we look at the areas in media that would include Hollywood, that would include music. So think about that. When you think about all these $30 million blockbusters, gaming has already surpassed that with video games, entertainment, and then esports is taking that to the next level in creating the world of entertainment. And quite frankly, I think super cool is the fact it is international. You now have the opportunity of true engagement within esports of teams that are competing against each other from all across the globe. And so this is why I'm so passionate about sharing uh, esports type podcasts because it's such a such a cool thing and it also resonates with business in general if you're in an industry that is burgeoning or maybe you're maybe in an older industry but you can market it in different ways this is something that again consider how much fun that through john davidson's podcast which is on the map esports podcast network full disclosure we do produce that but because of his podcast, his 40 million audience publication from across the world reached out to John and asked him about his expertise. So imagine again how that can mm, 
apply to you in your own business. So, I mean, to me, hella exciting. I think that is like one of the best examples of why podcasting is so fracking cool and why we all should look at it. So one of the things that I do want to touch base on is uh, podcasting in the news. So if anyone is familiar, if you are looking at producing your own podcast, there is a software. Uh, it is called Audacity. And I actually use it myself for uh, editing audio. And uh, so I learned on audio, that was my first, uh, or Audacity, that was my first uh, platform that I used to edit. Um, more recently, I've been playing around with Audition, Adobe's Audition software. It's the same, DAWs. But heads up in the news on this, for those that are using Audacity, uh, there has been a recent uh, update to their software privacy policy. And basically, uh, Muse Group, who has acquired Audacity, um, recently announced that they are going to um, collect private data um, as you use their software and collect it in a way that if there is potential, they would forward it, for example, to law enforcement. Now, if you are a privacy person like I am, and I talk about that all the time on Ransomware Battleground, again, my background's in network security and uh, tech, um, this raise a lot of red flags for me. I do not want my personal data as I'm editing my clients, uh, you know, audio to be sent anywhere but where it needs to belong, right? And so there, there was a, a big uproar that I think Audacity wasn't quite aware of and they were taken aback slightly to it. So do you want to give credit on July 6th, Daniel Ray, they had a strategy of news group, the owner of Audacity, did try to uh, allay concerns regarding the privacy issue. And so they said they would take that feedback from uh, the podcast community and audio uh, industry community and you know, uh, work through the privacy policy and make sure that the wording aligns with the values of the community, but also with Audacity and Muse Group's objectives. That's great and fine and dandy and all. And this is a bit of an editorial, maybe call it the Sea rant. But then they, in that new privacy policy, they also have a section there where the program Audacity, which is a free program, by the way, and it's open source. Uh, it was not intended for use by minors under the age of 13. Again, uh, this is a big issue for the open source community because it does contradict uh, requirements that uh, GPL license on software and who can use the platform, etc. There are other implications on that because Audacity was often used in the school uh, application. So in education, because again, free open source education tries to go and use platforms as free as possible. Um, there's big issues with that. So now where does education look for, uh, look for to produce content, to teach that next generation of audio uh, industry professionals, you know, how do we get them trained up? And so my two second personal advice is, hey, Muse Group, I loved Audacity. It was so easy to use. The fact that, you know, I have been involved in the promotion of STEAM uh, education, the fact that within eSports, huge advocate for the community, for the kids to embrace that there is a market and career path 
in esports, in technology. And part of that includes the streaming component that includes content creation. Audacity, you fit into that segment, that section, pulling that away and not allowing or not intending for usage in education. I implore you, please, please, please understand you are limiting and potentially causing this confusion, which is horrible for branding. And again, education needs all the help it can get. Open source enables education to help better our future generation. So that's my rant. And so personal opinion, full disclosure of me only and no other uh, individuals. It is just myself just having free reign. Love the comments. And if you would like to uh, oppose, you want to challenge me, you want to better educate me, please do. My gut reaction on this is uh, it could have been rolled out better, communicated better, but please don't do the excuse of, oh, whoever wrote this was an intern, uh, so it's an intern's problem. Now, whenever you put down privacy policies, uh, I'd imagine legal went ran through that and a whole bunch of slew of eyeballs ran through it. So um, I would love to hear some feedback on that. You know where to hit me up. My name is Sia Yasotorna on LinkedIn. You can always comment here, comment on the YouTube because it's live streaming right now on Facebook. And of course, hit me up on Twitter. I am at I am S Yasso. Ooh, that was a lot. And uh, like I said, I wasn't really planning on going live, but you know what? I had a lot to think about in the last couple of weeks. I'm back and I'm so excited to share more podcasts with you. So for anyone that wants to join, if you've got a podcast, hit me up. I'd love to talk to you. I want to understand what your podcast is all about. I don't care if you've got zero viewers uh, or if you haven't launched yet or if you've got a bajillion viewers. That's great. I want to hear your inside stories because I believe, as Heather Osgood had posted, all ships rise with the tide. My job here is to help um, you know, be a bigger megaphone microphone and help support you. So ooh, thank you so much for your time, you guys. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and be nice, end up a little bit early and uh, wrap it up for the Mike is listening show. I shall see you next week back at 10 a.m. Uh, Central Standard Time and see you later. See you next week.